today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by TMZ Hip Hop's own Trent Clark. Hey, hey, hey. How are you, mate? I'm doing good. It's Friday. This is the first time we've had you on the podcast. Um, you are the head of our hip-hop department. Absolutely. You are our entire hip-hop department. Yeah, I'm uh, probably uh, probably the first hip-hop historian that TMZ has had. Maybe. You're a hip-hop historian. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've been doing this since 2007. That's how far it goes back to history? Yeah, I mean, for, yeah, for me, writing about hip-hop professionally, yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. Well, we got you in because we got some hip-hop story up the top. Um, we're talking about Travis Scott. He's come out with his latest album, um, and there's lots of storylines involved in that. We're also going to talk about Bronny James and give you an update on his health condition. And finally, we're going to talk about Todd Chrisley. He hates prison, and we're going to tell you why. It's lit, like Travis Scott says. <laughs> um, so Travis Scott, he came out with his album today, Utopia. Yeah. He dropped at midnight last night. And he's obviously trying to make a few headlines by some of the lyrics he has in there. Um, specifically, I'm thinking about he flamed <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, Kylie's new guy. He said in one of the lyrics on, uh, on a song of his, he goes, here I go. <clears throat> chocolate AP and chocolate got the V's. Got the Willy Wonka factories. Burn an athlete like it's calories. Find another flame hot as me, bitch. Hey, bars. Was that bars? Bars. Let's hear it from the man himself. Chocolate AP and chocolate the V's. Got the Willy Wonka factory. Burn that athlete like his calories. Find another flame out as me. Bitch, bitch. So it's obviously about Timothy Chalamet because he's playing Wonka in the new Wonka movie. I mean, you know, if your baby mom bounced with someone who, who put that uniform on, you know, it would be kind of hard to swallow. It is, man. I mean, that's going... Like chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Timothy Chalamet and Travis Scott couldn't be more different. Like, I'm tempted to say it's just like black and white. Like, but it, it's just like they could not be the poles apart. Yeah. And so, if he comes out with a new album, he's gotta add a few lyrics about it. Well, it's been almost five years since he's dropped an album. Astro wow. Astro came out in 2018, and you know he, he had his whole controversy with the with the festival. Um, you know, album delays with the pandemic. So, you know, yeah, he definitely wants to make a statement. It's one of the most anticipated albums of the year. Mm. And so, like, yeah, he, he needs these streams. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, he's going to get him because all anyone's <laughs> talking about in hip-hop today. Facts. Um, he also talked about, oh, yeah, he had Beyonce on the album. Yeah. Did we, we, did we know that? No, surprise. You know, Beyonce moves in secrecy, like the Secret Service. Yeah. CIA, CIA, you never know when she's dropping. You never know how she's moving. Um, and she's really uh, stingy with the features. You oh, know? really? Yeah, Beyonce doesn't just do songs with anybody. Mm. She, she doesn't let... Like, uh, her last album, she didn't have any features on it. Uh, on her album, she didn't yeah. have any features. Yeah, like, she did samples, you know, paying homage to people. But, you know, the actual... In the studio with anybody? No. You, th you think he would have reached out to her and said, hey, can you do us a favor? Well, I think everybody reaches out to Beyonce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time they do an album with that, you know, wish on, a, wish on a star prayer that, you know, she'll say yes. But she said yes to Trav. Yeah. And um, people are saying that the song she's on specifically is almost a little bit like her album, Renaissance. Like it has that dance flair as part of it. It does. Uh, this, this Utopia album, you know, I mean... 
kind of sounds self-explanatory, but it does have an amalgam of sounds. You know, it, it goes from uh, raging, you know, as you would expect the a summer desert day to be, but also at nighttime, and it has those chill vibes like like that Beyonce track. I like that. It's layered. Um, do you think like he's doing crossing genres a bit in the hip hop album? Yeah, I mean, he has a song with Bad Bunny on the weekend, um, Circus Maximus. You know, that's a bit on the pop side. You know, with a little Latin tinge to it. Um, yeah, it's you know, Travis has always been known to do more than just straight up and down hip hop. You Is know? that right? Yeah, he's he's more of a, a instrument instrument is in himself you know mm. he he's he's the instrument interesting so you think like you know potentially we can credit beyonce with um the dance uh, you know element <laughs> in hip-hop these days but you know everyone's sort of like myself included I, I wasn't like the biggest fan of renaissance right um i liked her older stuff more but now if travis is also adding those sort of sounds in then maybe she's on a new way we were on the same page my good sir I'm, I'm a big beyonce fan i thought renaissance kind of fell short of her standard still a good album but um you know um at the same time her scraps can be considered someone's gold you know right. like if 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 another if an artist lesser than Beyonce would have dropped Renaissance, they probably would have won twelve Grammys from it. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, it almost elevates her album that Travis is almost doing a bit of an ode to it, or you know, she, he's he clearly enjoyed it so much as he's getting her on a track on his album that sounds similar-ish. Or in vibe. or she could have said, "This is all I'm doing. This is my sound. So take it or leave it." Well, right. True. Um, he also discusses Yay. He said he'd vote for Ye over Biden because he's loyal. Yeah, Kanye, um, <laughs> you know, surprisingly through his, you know, ironically that last track was called Meltdown, you know, and we're talking about Kanye. But, you know, Kanye still kind of had his supporters throughout his Meltdown from 2022, and apparently Travis is one of them. Uh, interesting dynamic, you know, because, you know, he does have kids with Kylie, but, you know, he's still cool with, you know, Kanye. True, true. Um, it's interesting him sort of like dissing, say, Timothy Chalamet when he does have to sort of co-parent with Kylie. It's almost like it's, sh it's rattling the hornet's nest almost sort of like, do you, do you want to have a cordial relationship or not? I mean, I think he can. I think Travis has no issue uh, thinking that he can, you know, knock down Timothy, you know, get him <laughs> out of the picture. I, I think he thinks... He's just a passerby or so. Oh, he I, thinks... Easy, e what they call it, easy targets, soft, uh, soft targets. Yeah, so that was... She's just branching out and trying something a little different, and then now she's going to go back to her main man. Oh, I mean, he's going to have the hottest movie of Christmas. You know, Hottest Willi movie of Christmas? Well, Willi so far, Willy Wonka. Oh, Wonka, yeah. true. Man, they're two, like, pretty big in their field, guys, that she's got. Hottest um, rapper, hottest actor. Yeah. Do when sort of like rappers or hip hop or anything when they sit down to sort of like pen an album like this, do you think he'd be consciously thinking what lyrics can I write that are going to get picked up or this is going to be picked up? Oh, absolutely. Let's do that. Absolutely, especially um, you know, their relationship, Kylie and Timothy, is pretty uh, recent. So you know, he was he's been trying to finish this album for for years now. Mm. So you know, he was probably scrapping songs and rising new material to the top so yeah uh, he's you know he saw the report on tmz and probably got straight to the studio travis scott loves tmz man it's lit <laughs> <laughs> now the million dollar question is this album good enough to make people forget about astro world and what happened there uh yeah i think people have already uh 
you know, kind of um, not not necessarily moved on, but yeah, they've moved on. You know, Travis has done several shows. He just did Rolling Loud Miami. Uh, the album is out. You know, he attempted to do something in Egypt. Um, it didn't work out, and that had nothing to do with Astroworld whatsoever. Um, so I think that um, tragedy is just a footnote in his career at this point. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace to those victims, obviously. But, um, yeah, like tragedies, tragedies happen at concerts a little too frequently. And, you know, Travis is just one of those one of those stories. So it's interesting, like we always talk about in TMZ, like is talent is talent the loudest thing. And and if you're talented and if you put out a good song or if you sort of act in a good movie like Johnny Depp, maybe you can, you can whitewash everything that's happened before, make people forget about past, you know, incidences that might not be too glowing or too good, positive. Um, you can do that if you're, if you're good enough at your craft. So I was just wondering, this album just dropped. It, if it's going to be like, you know, an album of albums, one of the albums of the year, potentially then it, it, people's in people's minds who aren't sort of like linked to Astroworld in a profound way. Well, I think uh, Travis is, you know, he's one of the last Mohicans in the hip hop since that um, he has a big personality, big celebrity behind him, mm. but also a lot of hit records, a lot of well-known classic songs, even arguably some classic albums, you know, uh, Birds in the Trap and McKnight, Astroworld, you know, those are hit albums. This album, you know, I really didn't even get to finish it. You know, I was trying to, you know, listen uh, on Spotify. And it you was, got it called was on into the podcast. Yeah, I, I did that that, <laughs> that too. But uh, last night when it dropped, ah. you know, it, it was everything was crashing, you know. Oh, um, it was all crashing last night. Everyone yeah. trying to listen to it. Yeah. So I I, uh, I don't think this is a hard prediction, but this album will go number one on the Billboard 200, I predict. Right. You um, didn't drop a hit album unless Spotify crashes, basically. Facts. Facts. And I think people will be dissecting it over dissecting it i mean <laughs> yeah. like the timothy uh diss, yeah that that diss is plain as plain as day people will be dissecting other lyrics so they'll be listening at least all week interesting interesting if you're shopping while working eating or even listening to this podcast then you know and love the thrill of the hunt but are you getting the thrill of the best deals racketon shoppers do they get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back and you can get it too Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, on to our next story. Bronny James, yeah. LeBron James' son. Um, well, he's out of hospital. He's at home recovering from what appears to be a cardiac arrest. Um, very scary situation. So, um, so yeah, he was involved in an incident at uh, USC on Monday morning. You know, he's training. He got drafted by USC. He, he committed to USC in, I think it was back in May. Hasn't played for them yet. And so at this training session, this innocuous, I, I, I don't think that anyone could have seen this coming. It just happened, this cardiac arrest. Um, they furiously called 911 um, and he's at home now recovering. But very scary situation for LeBron and the, and the whole family. Oh, very scary stuff for, I think, just the basketball in general. Mm. You know, um, 
you know, TMZ Sports did a few interviews and, you know, they that the basketball community, whether it was high school, college or professional, you know, everybody, you know, gravitated to the story. You know, I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. So oh, okay. I'm team LeBron all the way. So, you know, when I heard this, you know, perfectly healthy, obviously talented, skilled, up and coming basketball star who just happens to be the son of the greatest of all time. Um, you know, goes down, you know, as he's just doing his general training, you know, there's 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 calls for concern there. Absolutely, because I mean, he's he's not much older than twenty or so. Yeah. Um and for him to suffer something like this, such an emergency where I mean, you can hear the panic on people's voices, like you you don't know what's gonna happen when something like this just strikes. Um, it's great that he's at home and recovering, but looking towards the future Getting back on the court, you know, pushing yourself to your limits while training, uh, that can seem quite daunting at this stage. This might be a hot take, but I think um, the, the world of professional athletes, I think it moves too fast. You know, I think um, the human body can, you know, be healthy and, and then active well into your 40s, you know. So I think. Yeah, you hit it on the head. He's probably pushing himself way too totally. hard before his body has a chance to develop in that in that goal to, you know, reach to the higher level and obviously aspire, you know, follow his uh, dad's footsteps. But well, my God. his training is, is kind of str- strenuous. Yeah, I mean, if, if any kid has more pressure on their shoulders in the world, I, I don't know who they are because Bronny, you know, is the son of, like, as you say, like, potentially the best ever and he's got the same name mm-hmm. his dad is hanging around in the nba waiting for his son to you know be old enough to yep. join um less price less pressure on bryce you know you know because he gets to see his brother go through the ringer kind of like in the same in the ball brothers you know the first one you know goes through the ringer and the, the younger one knows you know knows the ropes totally because yeah if you were brunny you'd be saying to yourself the world wants this storyline of me playing on the same NBA team as my dad. I have to do yep. everything in my power yep. to get there. Otherwise, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. I'll be like, people, I'll be hated on maybe. If, I, if I'm not good enough or if I somehow fail to help my dad achieve that goal, then I'll be the bad guy. So you can see how like potentially pressure and that sort of stuff contributes to someone going even harder. Yep. Um, obviously, we don't know if this was like a a condition he had, you know, for years coming into this. Right. Who, who knows? Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out more as time goes on, but definitely a scary situation. And you just hope he's okay. It, if he can't play to the heights that we once hoped he could, I, I think we all just have to be really forgiving of that. And it, it, that's life. Yeah. Uh, injuries happen in sports, whether they're medical or physical. On to our final story. This is my favorite story. <laughs> Todd Chrisley, you remember him? Chrisley knows best, the whole family. I do, I do. What a downfall. Yeah, him and his wife, Julie, they're in prison. Todd for 12 years. They had all these financial crimes, tax. uh, They did some bad stuff financially. Um, They both really hate prison, basically. Todd is... No, really? Yeah, like like bad hate. I mean, looking at them and seeing their reality show, I could tell you that these guys are not cut out for prison. At all. Um, so Todd is saying now that he's being treated differently than the other inmates at his prison in Pensacola, Florida. He's saying, uh, he thinks that people are taking photos of him when he sleeps. 
Um, I'm not sure how you like know that. Is there a flash? Or is there? Do they even have cameras? And then he gets woken up by a flash, or how does that work? I mean, you, you can hear the click. You know you that 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 iPhone. That's universal. Everybody knows that sound. Right, right. He's saying um, he thinks his mail is being destroyed. Somehow he's not receiving his mail and must be being destroyed. It's fan mail. I I don't know. He didn't specify who's the mail from, but I guess I guess if you know someone sent you a letter and then the letter never arrived, maybe then you become a bit suspicious. But he's kind of blaming the prison and like he's being dealt with unfairly um, in prison. He's saying um, he says there's bad plumbing. He says there's mold. He says there's no air conditioning and Florida be hot right now. Thanks. Um, so he's saying, basically, he's requesting, can I please serve out the rest of my time at home? Oh, wow. We went from luxury, to, I mean, from hell to luxury just like overnight. Like, that sounds a little extreme, but at the same time, uh, his complaints mirror a lot of what people say about prisons is that these right? days, and you know, like Texas is also having uh, sweltering conditions, and inmates are complaining the same same thing: mold, plumbing, bed bugs. Mm. Um, at the same, I mean, I think prison should be humane, but obviously it's prison. Right, right. I mean, yeah, this guy's obviously was used to quite a high flung life with all of the finer things, you know. At the same time, this is kind of interesting too. You know, this is quote-unquote, a white-collar crime, tax evasion, fraud, mm. right? You mm. know, um, you would think he would be kind of like in, you know, minimal PC. This sounds like he's in maximum security. No, apparently he's in minimal. But, I mean, these are the things that he's oh. struggling with. Um, Martha and I, Stewart didn't have it that bad. Right, right. Martha Stewart had it okay, didn't she? Oh. Or maybe she's just not a complainer. Oh, um, she's she's more, more tough? Maybe she just gets on with it. <laughs> she's hard, Martha Stewart. I always thought she was hard. Yeah. Um... You know what as well? Julie, his wife, says she's struggling as well. She said, well, her kids on like a podcast were discussing, you know, going to visit their parents at their respective prisons. And apparently Julie's having to deal with snakes. Apparently there's snakes slithering around the Is prison. Is she in Florida too? She's in Florida too. I think she's at a different prison, you know, down the road or wherever. But uh, apparently there's snakes slithering around the prison and... She claims that the only way they get rid of the snakes, they've got mace. They mace the snakes. That's how they get rid of them. Is that anything you've heard of in it before? It's not, but I mean, snake, <laughs> snakes in a prison sounds like the next Samuel Jackson sequel. Hey, I would watch that. I mean, they can make, you know, tell their story and make some money. I like that a lot. Snakes in a prison. <laughs> that would be a good movie, man. Oh, we got motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking prison. Um, sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> yeah. He's saying that there's... um. Julie's saying there's asbestos in the wall. She's saying the food is awful and, you know, inedible. Um, I basically think these guys are saying they're, they're firing off their shots to try to get out. I think you got to do whatever you can to try to up your, you know. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know, listening to Todd's complaints, it sounds like the, the typical tactic to have your lawyer stack up these complaints yes. and have file motion to move you, you know. Um, I mean, I think celebrities... Um, you know, they should get, the word isn't special, but they should get separate treatment because of just their visibility. You know, people are taking pictures of them. They're probably trying to sell on the outside. And, you right. know, that's a violation of his privacy. Right. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I think some people have the ability to sort of, like, deal with those tough situations and just, like, I've got to get through the next 12 years. Yeah. I don't have that in me. I would just, like, I don't know what I'd do. 
I don't know what I do. I'm I'm not cut out for that sort well, of you, stuff. Well, you wouldn't break the law in the first place. So. Hey, that's exactly right, Trent. That's exactly right. So I kind of feel for them, but it's also, it's a bit funny as well. It's it's another part of the reality. Yeah, get the cameras in there. They have yeah. cameras in prisons for different things. Get the cameras in there. I would watch this. Easily. Sna- I would watch a winner. Snakes in a Prison reality show. I would watch that for sure on TLC. Maybe there's like good snakes and bad snakes, you know. Beef. Right. Oh, maybe snakes doesn't even have to be literal snakes. It can just be metaphorical, like you're looking out for all those snakes. <laughs> we got it, bro. That's ex- that will extend the series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me today, Trent. My pleasure. And we'll see you all here next week.